Welcome to Meet to the Stars. I have my guest, Aaron Knowles, over here. He's been on the podcast twice before, so this should be fun. He did host one of the episodes. Um, but yes, core member of the team, like I am. He's the project manager. And uh, yeah, so would you like to tell us how you are, first of all? Yeah, I'm good. I am. I, it's been a long day. Uh, it's been a long week, but that is a that is definitely not a bad thing. It's been a good thing. We've achieved a lot um, down at UMIAS.tv with the agency. Charles and I had an amazing and inspiring meeting down at the UMIAS.tv studios last night where we discussed our upcoming plans. Um, that uh, that ran till about half eight, actually. So it was a long day, um, intense day yesterday, and I had a similar one today. Um, but yeah, thank you, Charles, for organising this again and bringing me back on. And thank you to you listening as well. There's going to be some good, valuable learnings and moments and hints and tips and suggestions to do with media. So I'm happy to be back. Yeah. Well, it's nice to see you again. Um, so yes, you talked about our uh, media agency meeting yesterday. And yeah. actually, do you want to just run through like the agenda, like well, what you can say from our meeting yesterday? Yeah, and definitely good about mentioning what we can say because um, we won't share everything. I mean, everything, every it's it's an opportunity for if people want to get involved in the in the in the agency, they can by sending Charles a message, me a message. We're um, in the space now where we're looking to bring new people into the team, new content creators. Um, so that's what we discussed yesterday. We discussed an upcoming event that we're going to have where people can come down to that invite only again. So we're not just taking anyone now. What we were talked about yesterday was a, a recent commission that we just completed where a film that we made was shown for 10 minutes, literally 10 minutes straight on the Piccadilly lights. So the lights at Piccadilly Circus, we, TV, made that film and that was shown there, which is an amazing achievement. Um, so this ain't no yeah joke, charity, sideman media organisation. We take real commissions and do real work. And yeah, it's a serious team. So we talked about that. We talked about the Legacy Football League tomorrow that we, are, Charles and I are going to be down on. And yeah, centred it on gratitude. So Bob Singer, master mindset coach, uh, my uncle, he played a pivotal role in centering us back onto mindset and gratitude and being thankful, being excited, having fun. And all of these are good energies. And that's what we're part of at UMIAS Agency. So it was a good meeting and it was, we discussed a lot about what we're going to do, what we've done so far. And yeah, that's pretty much it. Commissions, contracts, money, events, content, the whole lot. That's what we talked about. And um, there's one thing I want to bring up, um, which was about resistance and uh, yeah. how we see that and how that affects us. And I just wanted to hear your um, point of view on that issue. Yeah, I think resistance is an interesting thing. So when someone, I think we're always doing what we want to do. And so when someone says that they face resistance, that gets in the way of them what, doing what they want to do. I think on a deeper level, they want to not do the thing that they say they want to do. They want to play it safe more than they want to go for the thing that they want to go for, so, which is an interesting flip, which is, was um provided to me by you know my uncle and robin and cic and coaching which is an interesting way of looking at it if that makes sense 
So like if I'm saying like I'm trying to achieve something and then resistance gets in the way between me and the thing I want to achieve, I'm saying on a deeper level, I want to ha- I want to not get to that thing because there's a greater benefit of me being safe and comfortable more than there is of me going for it, if that makes sense. So I could say someone famously says they want to be a content creator um, or they want to be a singer and they're not doing it. And then they say, oh, what's the resistance? And then they go, blah, 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 blah. All these things get in the way. They actually want those things to kind of get in the way. They want to be safe more than they want to take the risk of going for it. If that, um, yeah, I kind of went off on a little bit of a tangent there. So I should answer your question about resistance. I think, yeah, it all comes down to fear at the end of the day. Um, uh, It comes down to fear in a lot of situations. And sometimes it just comes down to just not wanting to do it or thinking it's the right thing to do. So like someone might resist uh, from a kind of sincere place. They might just say, I actually just generally don't want to do it. But then is that resistance? Is that resistance? I feel like I'm right. Yeah. I'm... Do you understand what I mean? Yeah, I do. I mean, the way I see it is that um, I think resistance is is what can actually lead us to be a more powerful agency you know if we can control our resistance and understand it then we can adapt um move with it and then we can become more powerful and like you say we're having our content creator meeting that's going to take place every uh, once a month at least um so yeah i think it's definitely about how how we present ourselves like today um, I was part of this um, group in school and I was part of the Environmental Council. So I don't do geography, but I got to see these people that are invent, um, invested in um, sustainability. And so we were told just yesterday to try and get 15 followers on Legacy Football League. And so that's what I did after the, after the um, talk for 15 to 30 minutes. I, oh, I, yeah. shared, I shared it with these people that, you know, uh, whatever years old, they've got lots of experience. And literally I went, I went around and I said, you know, can you follow these guys? I work with them, and I told them my story, and my um, my the geography teacher, but also the lead of the environmental council, um, was very impressed with me. I got some contacts. She said I should use them, and um, yeah, so it was it was a very good um time. Also, my friends got to see me in my element, so mm, that will bring nice. us uh, interesting conversations tomorrow. Right? But, um, yeah, it's about it's about um what you do on your daily daily lives and how quickly like Bob says a couple of weeks ago, how quickly we can implement something. And so you go from something the day before, probably less than 24 hours um, and you implement something. So yeah, I think resistance is a very important thing. Resistance. Well, I mean, it's not even, I wouldn't even call that resistance. I'd just call that you're doing, you are becoming resistance and you're doing what you want to do in order to get the job done. Um, That's amazing to hear. And you know, well done to you and well done to you and your growth. Like today in the studio, I w- was watching back some of the old videos and I saw the one of you hosting like a media show where you said we went, we, the UMS crew went down to visit Dom Robbie. And I was watching that video back and I was like, that's a good video. And like you hosted that really well. I edited it really well as well, to shout out. But that whole thing put together, that's an amazing piece of content. I mean, 
for you as well to like show that to someone and to say hey this is a video that i would this is a, a piece of content that i was a part of and a crew that i was a part of like that's an amazing piece of content i, I recommend you go um and re-watch it after this and just see the quality because i think it gets better over time um as we move further and further away from it and have a different perspective on it a kind of more kind of more a bit more hindsight and to see it as an amazing piece of content um so yeah well done on that well done you well done me well done us i think we've made some amazing progress and what we do at umios umios.tv is real and the growth is real so just wanted to you know mm. put that into the space so everyone knows it you know it and i know it and we remember that okay well now i've actually got some like off topic like opinionated questions so this should be a bit of fun um yeah. I, I asked one of the people these sort of questions because one of the person that was um there today was um a part in making the sustainable development goals and so I had a question and I just asked him about his thoughts on Greta Thunberg and I'm going to ask the same to you. Okay. What are my thoughts on Greta, Greta Thunberg? Yeah. I think she's impressive, yeah, for a young person. I, from what I know about her, the fact she's speaking up so bravely and putting herself into the firing line and being a spokesperson is great um i think she's growing up now so her kind of youthful uh her, uh, like that asset is kind of depreciating and so she's becoming more like a sort of adult person and so i think that's an interesting she's in an interesting position because she was like the her whole thing i think her whole shtick was that she was well like 13 14 so yeah uh, but i mean she's it's important what she's talking about and i'm not i'm not in i'm not in the camp that she's a hypocrite or she's being paid by people to do this i think she actually cares and which is right what she's talking about the environment the climate change is all important um she's probably limited in terms of winning over people that don't agree with her so i you know i'm on twitter and i can see people saying Oh, she's just a child. What does she know? Like she's ignorant or she's being paid or she's like a left-wing sort of plant. But, I mean, what she's talking about is important, so I support her. Uh, she should keep going. And, yeah, it's my long thoughts on Greta Thunberg. Right. Thank you. I just checked you in the deep end there, and I'm going to actually do another check you in the deep end. Um, yeah. So... You said Twitter. Um, so I just want to say, what were your thoughts when you did you see the photo of um, Elon Musk carrying his um, sink? Sink. Yeah, when he came on the first day. Yeah, I thought that was kind of facetious. I think he's. Um, I think he's kind of sense of humor and silliness. Uh, I think there's a bit, there's there's a time and a place for it. I think if you're the the leader of a social network, that a lot of people. A lot of people rely on for business and a lot of people use and get a lot of value out of. If you're the leader of that now and you're being silly and messing around, I think it's, yeah, a bit facetious, a bit disrespectful and a bit childish. Like I'd prefer some more sort of gravitas and certainty and um, humility from a leader 
Um, and I'm on Twitter, so I see his posts. And I think they're a bit, um, that's the word, I think they're a bit, uh, I've already said facetious like three times, but yeah, a bit 4 channy, a bit, a bit, um, a bit ridiculous. Um, and I think she'd be insincere. And I think she'd have some more sincerity, like bringing a sink on your first day with a big smile when you know you're going to fire a load of people just seems silly like he's too into the memes yeah. i think the memes are more for you know like come on that's for more what people who use twitter do that for the boss to be doing that seems a bit um yeah unnerving i think yeah so do you think he's gone too far and also have you seen the differences in the layoffs at Facebook compared to at um, Twitter. Um, I don't know if he's got. I don't know if he's gone too far. We'll see what impact it has on the site. Um, my experience of it hasn't changed too much. Mm. Um, from what I've heard, there was a lot of people at Twitter that didn't need to be there. So some of those redundancies are, you know, could be justified. You know, just because there was loads of employees there and them being laid off, you know, it might, it's not, I wouldn't just classify that as him being, you know, overly brutal and, and disrespectful. It sounds like there was generally some people there that didn't need to be there. So he's he could be optimizing the operations there. So uh, I don't know. And I don't think I know enough about it to say whether he's gone too far. We'll just have to wait and see what impact it has on the site, um, for better or worse. Uh, yeah, we'll see. Um, and another another thing. Um, so, what are your thoughts on Matt Hancock being in? I'm a celebrity. Get me out of here. <laughs> um, yeah, I think. I uh, I think it's. Yeah, I think it's a bit disrespectful to the people that have been affected by his incompetence um, as health secretary when COVID was happening. Um, you know, real people that have had their lives negatively affected by his sloppy policies and to put him in this sort of, um, you know, reputation rehab on I'm a Celebrity seems too soon and uh disrespectful yeah to the people whose lives have been affected by him i think there was i was just watching have i got news for you and then paul merton quoted the covid19 family bereavement union i, I can't remember their name but it's something along those lines and they said he's not matt hancock is not a celebrity he's a failed politician whose policies were responsible for the deaths of uh, for the un for the avoidable deaths of so this this many people um and so yeah for him to be chucked into a light entertainment show seems slightly gross slightly um slightly unnecessary like i can understand why they brought him in but i think in a better world he wouldn't be in there no that's what i think do you think it's 
all the responsibilities on Matt Hancock, or do you think it's also some of it's on the producers and maybe they shouldn't have gone along and get, let, let him? Yeah, they're definitely responsible. Yeah, because they, they reached out to him and brought him in. So I would say they're probably more responsible. Mm. Okay. Um, lighter now. I mean, I don't know, depending on how you find it. But do you think we will be living on Mars? Like, not completely, but we'll send people to Mars by in, within 20 years, do you think? Within 20 years? I don't think within 20 years, but I think eventually, yeah. I think if you just follow evolution and growth, then I think it seems like that will be... Uh, a stage we'll eventually get to like human like life is always evolving and growing and seeking new adventures so i think if you look at all the or a lot of innovation these days especially amongst you know rich people who like to strive who like to grow and conquer a lot of them are getting into space exploration and they're saying oh we need to go to the moon again or we need to go to mars or the earth is failing let's colonize and terraform other planets I, I think it will lead to somewhere that involves moving to another planet and making it habitable but 20 years seems like a bit of a stretch i think mm. again i'm not too well versed in it but 20 years does seem pretty soon okay um anything else you'd like to uh, update us on from the, for the umias agency uh, not necessarily from the EMS agency, um, but I would like to. I'd like to start seeing some more Charles in the media to the stars content. So, like, start dropping your, you know, I'd I'd um I'd love to see you clipping some clips out of you saying some really cool things, um, some advice, what you've learned, so the stuff that you've learned, and um, sharing that with your audience. So, I would think if you're if you're in the content game, have an idea of who you are speaking to and understand and know what it is that they want and would really value and then go and collect it, create it and send it to them. And if it's what they want and if it's what they value, they will watch it. So get interested in who your audience, specifically like one person, who that person is and then start serving them really valuable content. And I think for you, it's going to be people your age, your peers, people who want to be you. Like you specifically, Charles, you have gone on a very, very interesting and valuable and great journey. And I think you can position yourself as a kind of peer leader that is reporting back and sharing all the amazing information and learnings that you gained and then sharing them with your friends and peers and audience members who are like you who want to be you that you're in a very good position to be that middle person between say myself who's older and your friends who are your age like you can be the voice for those people you've got a lot to say and you've got and you can say it in a very very good way so i would definitely recommend um sharing that learning journey um yeah, I just, I'd recommend sharing that learning journey because just to add on to that, um, everyone has something of value to share. So I think everyone has something of meaning of value that they can share on to someone else and that person will watch it. So get interested in what that is for you. 
and who you are and who you are to your audience member and what you can say of genuine value and authenticity that will be of value to them so that they will watch it and that you will enjoy telling them so it, it creates a quite a nice relationship um between yourself and, and the audience member does that make sense i saw mm. kind of just, just sort of make it up near the end just trying to think of what the right thing to say was but does that make sense yeah that makes sense totally yeah just yeah yeah i feel like i want to explore that a little bit more um i feel like there's a lot more to say about that but my mind my mind is a bit flappy at the moment it's like a it's like do you ever get those things where you're sort of not firing in all cylinders yeah. well i'm 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 that at the moment so um reaching for some points but i think what i said there about getting yourself into it more definitely do that i'd like to see your voice and hear your voice more um knowing that what you're making is not necessarily for me if i'm not the target audience but just yeah, when you're making the content, have one person in particular in mind who is the who is the sort of the what's the word? Who is the ultimate and ideal viewer of your content? And then enter into a kind of personal conversation with that person. Doesn't have to be a real person, probably shouldn't be a real person, but the ideal person that is really gonna value your content and then get interested in helping that person and then start creating content that that person that avatar wants to see and if you do that you'll naturally find that someone like that avatar does exist or loads of people like that avatar do exist and then the more personalized the content is to that specific person the more it's going to have traction with them because we're all individuals and so we're all looking for our own individual values and that's why personalized personalization works better right because the more personalized it is to one specific person the more of value it is for them and the more but the more personalized it is to one person the more the further away it moves from other people right so that's why it's an interesting thing you try you go deep into one person you might end up missing the other people around here so it's that sort of it individual group thing but just to take you back yeah have an idea of who that avatar is and then start speaking to them um because like just to add i'm i know i'm going on a bit of a mad rant but like if you know who this who you're making your content for that will inform the questions that you ask your guests for example because you're sort of the go between between your audience target audience member and the people you're speaking to so you're kind of the the link that's what i said you would become the voice and the leader of your target audience member and so you're going around speaking to these people through your podcast and then you're the spokesperson talking on behalf of your audience so if your audience is 15 year old people that want to get into content then that will inform your questions so you'll start asking questions like where's the best place to start for someone that wants to get into content and then so you go to that 
you go to your guest you ask that you collect it you record it and then you share it to that audience member that is wanting that value that wants that content whereas if your target audience member is like 35 year old established content careers you don't go and ask you don't need to go and ask people oh, what's the best place to start when it comes to making content because 35 year old established people have already started so it's a different question because you're collecting a different answer a different value and so you don't need to serve that to them so get interested in who you're making this for including yourself start start with yourself that determines whether you should you should be doing this or not but you know you want to be doing it so then get interested in all right, who am i making this for and what would they really value and then start making content that you can share with them and, and will serve them that value yeah well thanks for that advice i'll, I'll take that on on board um i'm gonna do uh, another one next week with a guest and so that should be fun and i'll have some definitely some questions prepared um but um that call from me and a call from you done this last week as well what was it yeah, yeah you it's didn't, fine. You didn't inform me what, what yeah, you know what it's it's better like this anyways but <laughs> thanks for listening to media to the stars podcast bye <laughs>